0: What is up, my friends? Welcome back to the Speaker Lab Podcast. My name is Graham Baldwin. Good to have you here with us today. Today, we got a great episode for you. Today, we are doing a listener Q&A episode. These are ones that we like to do from time to time where it's not just uh, not just me talking to someone else, not just me rambling on, but me taking a specific question from you, the listener. And before we get to today's question, I want to remind you that uh, we're going to be doing a lot of these episodes actually in the coming weeks. So in fact, in the month of April, We are going to be doing 30 episodes in 30 days, 30 episodes in 30 days. That's a lot of episodes. Now, a lot of those episodes are going to be listener Q and A episodes. So we've we've already got a lot of those that have been submitted by you guys. And for those who have submitted them, thank you so much. Really excited to be uh, talking about these and answering these questions on upcoming episodes, especially in the month of April. But if you haven't already and you'd like to leave us a a question, you can do that either voicemail or just text. And you can do that by going over to thespeakerlab.com. There's a tab there at the top of the page for Ask Grant, and there you can submit your question. And we will. We'll try to answer that on an upcoming episode of the show. But again, uh, like I said, we I want this show to be more than just my thoughts or someone else's thoughts. I want I want you to be involved in it. So we want your questions. What are the specific things that you are wondering about that we can help you with in your speaking business? So make sure again you submit those questions by going over to thespeakerlab.com and go to the ask grant page. And there you can submit your question, preferably voicemail, so you can hear your soothing, sexy voice back to as well as the whole world's hearing it. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. All right. So uh, let's get to today's question. Today's question comes from Brian. Brian asked a good question, and I'm going to let him spit it out here. I'm, you know, I was going to give you a little sneak peek into the question, but let's just get right into it. Here's a question from Brian. Hey, Grant and fellow listeners of the Speaker Lab. Uh, it's Brian here from BrianTier.com, calling from Cape Town in South Africa. And uh, I'm busy going through a redesign of my website and looking at making speaking a form of income for me. And I just had a question with regards to the design. Would you include a speaking section on the homepage of your website um, and or in the navigation? Or would you link to it through something like your about page? Um, I don't know if this depends on how long you've been in the business, uh, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. All right. Thanks for your question there, Brian, from South Africa. I dig your accent, my friend. All right. So uh, incorporating speaking into your existing website. Well, first of all, let's talk about this just from a high level that a website is critically, critically important for a speaker. It is a huge, huge deal. You have to have a website. If you don't have a website, you don't exist. I mean, think about it from the perspective of a potential client. All right. So let's say you and I are interacting. You're a speaker. I'm someone that's looking to book a speaker, and you and I are talking. And you say, "Hey, I'm you know I'm a speaker. I would love to speak at your event." And I say, "Hey, I'd, you know I'd love to learn more about you. Do you know, do you have a, a website? Where can I find your website?" And you're like, "Ah, well, you know I don't have one." Well, for me, it's it's hard to take you seriously if you don't have a website. Again, in my mind, you don't exist. You're not taking the business seriously. So why should I take you seriously? So if you don't have a site up at all, uh, we're going to do an entire episode in a few weeks on how to get your very first site up and running. We're going to talk through a couple different ways on that. And then also, if you assume, uh, or, or let's say in, in like Brian's situation, or maybe in your situation, uh, let's assume you already have a site in place, and you just want to start incorporating speaking into it. So how do you actually do that? All right. So in order to do that, there are two big questions that you want to answer that will really determine how you incorporate speaking into your site. Two questions. First of all, is why? Why do you want to speak? Why do you want to speak? So we talked about this actually uh, a lot more in depth way back in episode number three. So we'll link up to that in the show notes, but you can definitely check that out. Over at thespeakerlab.com. Uh, so again, episode three, we talk about why you want to speak, and then the second question that kind of ties in with it is how do you see speaking fitting into your existing business? So again, how do you see speaking fitting into your existing business? And the nutshell here is the bigger you want speaking to be a part of your business, the bigger you should make its presence on your website. Okay, let me say that again: the bigger you want speaking to be on your on your a bigger part of your business, the bigger you should make its presence on on your site. So let me give you two sides of it here, all right? Let's say that you want to speak full-time and you want that to be your primary business. You want to be a full-time speaker. Well, in that case, you may want to have the majority of your site, if not all of your site, focused on your speaking. This is exactly what I did when I first got started as a speaker. So about eight years ago, nine years ago or so, when I first created my very first website, my first iteration of grantbaldwin.com, which in fact, if you use the Wayback Machine, you can actually find the archives of that very first website. But in my very first site, my sole goal was I wanted to be a just a full time speaker. That's what I was striving to be is, is I wasn't worried about selling books, or I wasn't worried about having a blog or a podcast or anything else. I just wanted to be a speaker. And I just wanted to get booking. So because of that, my entire site, my entire Grant Baldwin site was focused on speaking. So the homepage was about speaking, there was an about page that was just directly pushing people towards hiring me as a speaker, there was a obviously a speaker page there was demo videos the contact info was here's how to book grant as a speaker and so the whole site was was geared toward me being a speaker because that's what I wanted my primary business to be so again that's what it was whenever I got started now let's say like in Brian's situation it sounds like let's say you already have an existing business and you just want to speak a few times a year maybe here and there and in that case you don't necessarily want speaking to be your entire business you just want it to kind of be a, you know a small little part well if that's the case then it's fine just to have have a single speaking page. Uh, And this is really what my my current site is. So the the current version and iteration of GrantBalden.com is more like this. So if you go to GrantBalden.com now, you'll see there's a speaking page in the navigation bar at the top, and there's a reference to my speaking at the bottom of the homepage, but the entire site isn't dedicated to just getting people to hire me as a speaker like it was in the beginning. So again, the nutshell here is that the bigger you want speaking to be part of your business, the bigger you should make its presence on your site. So if I come to your site, and the site is more focused on you know your blog or your podcast or your other products or your coaching or your consulting, and I don't see anything about speaking, I'm not going to think to hire you as a speaker. I may not even realize and recognize that you are a speaker. So again, make sure that you're incorporating speaking into your site in along with the amount of speaking that you want to be doing. So now let's talk about this. Let's talk about where to actually promote your speaking on your site. This is kind of the second part of what Brian was asking here. So again, more you wanna speak, More prominent should be on your site, but let me give you four different pages where you can kind of touch on your speaking and what it is that you do. First of all, number one is your homepage. Your homepage. Now, this is obviously going to be the most important page on your site. This is where people are, are most oftentimes going to land on your site. And if you really want to be a speaker, the headline on your site should be really, really clear that you are a speaker. Now, I've looked at a lot of speaker websites, and I've seen some that are really, really good and some that are not good at all. Uh, and so if I get there, uh, it's kind of like a, almost like a billboard. Whenever you're driving down the highway and you pass a billboard, you don't have to you, you can't have, you know, nineteen pictures and, and hundreds and hundreds of words on a billboard. There I mean people have, you know, a couple of seconds there at the most to read the billboard, to figure out what it's about and get an idea of what it is that you do. And that's the same thing whenever someone comes to your website, they're not going to be spending 30 or 45 or seconds or several minutes on your site just kind of perusing around trying to figure out hmm, what does this person do, they're going to be there for a couple of seconds, and make some quick assumptions and judgments about you what it is that you do. And so if they don't know that you're a speaker within those first few seconds, and they're looking for a speaker, they will leave your site. So you want to make sure it's really, really clear that you are a speaker. So Maybe uh, you can include that in in the headline. You can include that uh, towards the top of the page. One of the things that you want to consider is where things are above and below the fold. Above and below the fold. Now, this is a, uh, a newspaper term. But the nutshell is that uh, whenever someone comes to your site, there's some people that will come to your site and will never scroll down. So above the fold is basically meaning what people can see without having to scroll. So below the fold means uh, having to scroll down in order to see something. So again, a lot of people will not scroll and they will not see what's below the fold. So the more important speaking is to you and your business, you want to make sure that stuff is above the fold and right there smack whenever people get to the site. So again, not only in your headline, you may want to include some pictures of you speaking. Uh, that include, that means that you, you've got some social proof there. Uh, you may want to include a, a demo video on your homepage as well. On one of our, uh, not our current site, but one of our, our recent sites For GrantBolden.com, whenever you came to the site, there was a a really clear headline saying that I was a speaker. Uh, But then also the big thing we wanted people to do, the next action step we wanted them to take was to go to our demo video. So it was really, really prominent. It wasn't, you know, some tiny little link hidden in the corner. It was really, really prominent. Like it was, there was no doubt in someone's mind of what the action was that I wanted them to take. So uh, the homepage is obviously really, 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 really valuable real estate for promoting that you are a speaker. Now, the second place where you're going to want to talk about you being a speaker is obviously going to be your speaking page. Now, your speaking page is going to include a few different things. So it's going to include some, some recommendations, some testimonials from people that have seen you speak. I should give some type of snapshot of, of what it is that you talk about and some types of audiences or events that you've spoken to, maybe a, a list of clients that you've worked with before, even having a menu. One of the things that we teach in our Booked and Paid to Speak training program is having an actual menu, getting giving like specific talks that you would offer and that you could present on. So it's not just kind of this, open-ended vague thing of, of, you know, whatever you want me to talk about, I can talk about. No, no. It's like, here's some specific things that you could speak about. So including that on your speaking page as well. So this could be one page, just you could have all the stuff on one single page, or it could be broken up over several pages, again, depending on how prominent you want speaking to be in your business. So let's go back to my own example of grantbaldo.com. The original GrantBaldon.com, whenever I wanted to to get started as a speaker and be a full-time speaker, and when I was doing speaking full-time, it was it was Broken up into multiple pages, so there's a page just of recommendations and testimonials. There was a page that was just focused on on what I speak about and the different topics and and different talks that I could offer. There was one on just a, a speaking form, of the, like a booking form of if you wanted to hire Grant, what would be some of your next steps? So uh, it was broken down in a couple different places there, and again, that's because the the entire site was focused on me being a speaker. And you could actually do this if you want if you wanted to just focus on being a speaker, you could have a really sharp one page website. So the homepage is the whole site. And so whenever someone comes to your site, they can scroll a little bit. And and Squarespace does a really good job with this of making like sharp single page websites that just give some information for, for what it is that you do as a speaker. So again, this could be one page, it could be several pages, but your speaking page is really, really important as well. The third page that's really important here that Brian kind of referenced is your about page. So on the about page, you want to reference that you are a speaker and make sure that you are linking back to your speaking page. So again, your about page is going to be set up different depending on again, how speaking fits into your business. So early on, my entire about page was really highlighting a lot of the speaking that I've done, the speaking that I, uh, the, how speaking was part of my career, uh, and just building a lot of that credibility. And so now it still does a, a little bit of that on my about page. But it's It's less about trying to get someone to book me and more just about uh, what we're doing now with the Speaker Lab brand uh, and what you're the podcast that you're listening to right now. So whatever it is that you whatever, however, speaking fits into your business, you can kind of tie that in with the about page. And again, like Brian referenced, I think this is a great idea to link back to your speaking page. If you want more information about bringing, uh, you know, Grant Brian to your next event or whoever you may be, you go to this page for more information, that type of thing. The fourth page is going to be your contact page. So if people are interested in hiring you and they want to connect with you, they have questions about your fees, any of that stuff, you wanna make it simple for them to know what to do. What is the next step? I personally, I prefer having an actual email address there that people can can uh, send an email to versus having to fill out a form. Now, if someone's ready to book, we do have a, a, like a speaking uh, form that we have people fill out because we're looking for more information rather than just kind of a, a blanket email. So, so anyway, just having a contact page there for info and hiring you to speak is important there. All right. So let's, let's kind of wrap up. Let's just quick summary here. The big question here is again, how does speaking fit into your business and how much speaking do you want to be doing? And so that will really help determine how much you should be promoting it on your website. So great question there. Thanks for the question, Brian. All right, there you go, my friends. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Good question there from Brian. Appreciate that, buddy. And hope you enjoyed the thoughts there about incorporating a a speaking into an existing website. So I hope that was helpful. Again, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we are doing a lot of upcoming episodes where we're going to be featuring questions from you, the listener. So if you'd like to leave us a question, definitely head on over to thespeakerlab.com. And there you can find the Ask Grant page and leave us a preferably a voicemail question. would love Love, love, to hear from you. Also, quick reminder, we do have a few seats left for the Speaker Lab Live, which is going to be May 21st in Nashville. It's going to be a full day of connecting with other speakers, networking, uh, getting feedback on your business. You and I get to hang out. It's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure that you register for that. Again, it's all limited to only 30 seats, only 30 seats. We've got a handful of those seats left. So make sure that you snag one of those. You can get all the details about that over at thespeakerlab.com slash live. All right, my friends, that wraps up episode 26. We will catch you next time. You're awesome.